Now it is time for our bonus segment for Slate Plus members. And we've been talking a lot about referees, their calls, and palpable unfairness on this week's show. Uh, Let's look at it on the high school level. Last week, an Illinois judge rejected a lawsuit from the suburban Chicago Fenwick High School. Um, They had asked that the referee's decision in a playoff football game be overturned on what should have been the last play of the game, the quarterback from Fenwick, which was leading 10 to 7 at the time, heaved the ball into the air on fourth down as the clock expired. The referees called an intentional grounding penalty, which was reasonable, and gave the ball to Fenwick's opponent, Plainfield North, for one on time down, which was not reasonable. Plainfield North used that down to kick a tying field goal, then won the game in overtime. The problem was that uh, the ref screwed up on that untimed down. National Federation of High School rules dictate that there shouldn't be an untimed down when the offense commits a penalty as time expires. This is the same thing that came up in that ravens uh, Bengals game. It's the same thing that came up in the Central Michigan-Oklahoma State game earlier this year when the refs erroneously gave Central Michigan an extra down, which Central Michigan used to win the game on a Hail Mary. Anyway, um, as opposed to in those other cases, uh, Fenwick High School decided to go to the courts. The judge, citing an Illinois bylaw that says referees' decisions are final, refused to reinstate Fenwick and allowed Plainfield North to play in the Class 7A title game, which it lost. So that's your background. Mike, what do you make of all this? Well, at first, when I heard that it was uh, a judge, a football game went to court because of a bad referee decision, I said, except for the most extreme circumstances, this should not be. Even an unjust decision should not be overturned in court. And I was thinking that, yeah, even if it was a last play of the game, I heard this was a last play of the game decision. It doesn't matter because it doesn't take into account that there are so many other plays throughout the game that you'd never think to take to court that could have just as big an impact. I said to myself, there are certainly some circumstances where maybe a court could intervene. And one I thought of was, let's say referees were bribed and neither team knew about it. That's maybe something a court could intervene with. And yet, you could not construct a set of circumstances that would confound my opinion before I read about what went on. Because it really was a tactical decision by the Fenwick team to run out the game in a certain way. Knowing what the rules are, they adhered to the rules. They could have run around uh, in the backfield and then knelt. They could have gotten a safety. Instead, the guy went with the equally plausible and equally legal gambit of dropping back to pass, throwing it in the air, time runs out. And that's it. That's how you win the game. They played by the rules to win the game. And then the referees didn't understand the rules. And of course, Fenwick was going crazy. No, you don't understand the rules. And just gave the game to the other team. I think that it was such an injustice in this circumstance that I don't know how you find it in the law, but I would have been fine if, A, the court said, "Uh, look, the time was out. There was no more plays in the game. I say Fenwick gets the victory. Or even, and this this seems like crazy and would never happen, but what if the other team said, we didn't deserve that kick? And uh, we'll take a knee. That was exactly what I was going to say, that this all, you don't need courts, you don't even need the Interscholastic High School Athletic Association Rules Committee. You need a mature coach on the team that benefited from the mistake to gather his players in the locker room and say, we didn't win this game fairly. The refs misapplied the rules. This is an opportunity for us to demonstrate our magnanimity and our maturity 
and declare that we are declining the victory. What a great lesson that would be. Yeah, it doesn't really conform with the idea of, well, you just play the game and whatever happens on the field happens on the field and refs make mistakes too and that's part of sports. But I think it, it when it is so obvious that the intent and the actual rules were subverted, boy, that would have been pretty cool. I think it's a perfectly fine lesson for the coach and the parents and the administrators of Fenwick, the school that was jobbed here, to say, you know what? This doesn't really matter. <laughs> like that too. Fundamentally, it's like there are all these arguments about that, you know, that they were robbed and they'll never be able to get this game back. And there's, you know, the only way to like make the team and the players in the school whole was to allow them back into the playoffs. It's like that's not really true. It's like it doesn't really matter. I mean, I know that yeah. it matters to them. I know it that it matters to the kids. I know it does that it feel matters. Like an injustice on a micro it's, level. It's not fair to say that it doesn't matter at all. Obviously, like they've put a huge amount of time and effort and energy into the sport, and then to have this outcome, you know, at this unfair, this palpably unfair outcome come to pass. It really is, you know, unfair. It's yeah. not, it, it's a, it's a cruel world. But then again, like fundamentally, does it really matter? <laughs> it's like, I, I have sympathy, but I don't, um, Think right, that which the is, courts which are the proper venue. It, I don't think the courts are the proper venue either. But in a rational world, the other team would have said, this sucks. You know, we yeah, don't deserve but, this. Yeah, but the other team after the unfair ruling, it's not like they immediately won the game and it was over. They had to kick a field goal to tie it. Then they won the game in overtime. Mm -hmm. So I think you would the, – the coach or administrators of Plainfield North would be within their rights to say – it's not like the. It's not like we didn't do anything to deserve this. It yeah. wasn't last play yeah. of the game misapplication, right? And maybe on the sidelines they were saying we didn't think that was the rule, but okay, if the ref says we're going to kick it, you don't question it too hard. Maybe uh, I, I'm not sure. Every well, I'm not sure every coach or even any coach would know about the rule that the Fenwick coach knew about. And then after, you know, a bunch of overtime, it would be heartbreaking to the kids on the other team. I just, the only question I have for you, Josh, is why does taking it to court, why is that the signal of we can't then tell our kids this is a learning experience we have to live with? Why is it like you either tell them that before you take it to court or you take it to court, they rule against you and you say, look, we have to accept this. We tried as best we could. We even had precedent. We looked at some Mississippi case. There was a legal precedent. I mean, I'm thinking that that referee's ruling is akin to saying, you know, you you score the game-tying touchdown and the refs say, yeah, we're only going to count it as five. Like, what do you mean? That's not the rule. Nah, it'll just be five. Like, that's as bad. That's not a judgment call. That's just a misapplication of the rule that, it, that the whole reason the play was run was because the rule was in the books. So, I mean, I'd want some redress and I wouldn't fault anyone for taking it far and then saying, this is our life lesson. Well, I guess I would say a couple things. Number one, I think there is this presumption that the referee should never make mistakes. And I think uh, teaching people that people are fallible is a valuable lesson. And I don't think that the referees misapplying a rule should be something that, you know, leads to pitchforks. Magnified. And yeah. 
is something that needs to be adjudicated. But and, what if you know? But but it's also not mutually exclusive. You can teach children that referees make mistakes, but at the same time teach them that when a mistake is made, it's okay to take it into your own hands and rectify it. But, but our if, legal system is just so fucked. I mean, like the, the I, no, no. I meant to rectify it without going to to a court. But back, yeah, back to Mike's question. It's just like I I know just based on experience and based on journalism that there's a lot of discretion about which cases are brought to court and that there are certain things that are adjudicated that shouldn't be and certain things that aren't adjudicated that should be. And this just seems like the definition of something that's discretionary. And this judge does not have, you know, infinite time to be dealing with every, you know, potential grievance. And this just seems like an example where a community could say, you know what, we were wronged here and that is something that we will accept and we will take our fight to the athletic association. And if they don't agree with us and don't overturn the ruling, then that'll be the end of it. Mm -hmm. Mm, That seems entirely not in keeping with the lessons of America and football as a microcosm (laughs) of America. That just doesn't. Particularly, particularly. I'm not saying it's at all. I'm not saying it's at all surprising. Well, I don't even think that I I think that a large percentage of America would say, what are you talking about? That's not the American way you fight. You don't give up. And there should be a more robust set of lawsuits. (laughs) But it's only because it is a lawsuit. It's like the lack of a robust oversight measure of whatever that uh, conference was, the IHSA, Illinois High School Sports Association. They should have had some mechanism to say, yeah, in this case, we're overturning it. So. And they're saying they're saying now, like in the Tribune's Chicago Tribune's reporting, they're mm-hmm. saying that they will have that mechanism. And maybe if they didn't take forward. it to court, they wouldn't have. They, you know, I, I would think that you know the court at least allows taking it to court at least presses the issue, makes some structural reform in a bureaucracy of an activity that's important to people. Like this isn't the worst use of the courts, right? I mean, right. is college is high school football important? Yeah, it's vitally important to some people, a lot of people. And so now you have a little bit more fair high school football association with a rule and a appeals process that should have been in place in the first place. All right. Here's another point. This has yeah. come up a bunch of times this year. Um and it's an indication that the rule is actually bad and wrong that you you should not be able to intention intentionally commit a penalty on the last play of the game. I think referees Are we back to the Ravens now? Mm-hmm. Well, and back to like the Central Michigan Oklahoma State game where this came sure. up. I think referees are actually um, you know, the ones that screwed up in the Central Michigan Oklahoma State game and in this high school game, I think referees are correctly saying what the rule should be, even though it's not written that way in the rule book. Hmm. So that means that the rule in the rule book, I think, needs to get rewritten. And that leads to the question of if you're the coach of this high school team, there are a bunch of other ways that you could run out the clock. You could just have the guy run backwards. Yeah. They were on their own, like, you know, they're, they're, they're on the other teams like 10 yard line or something. Just run backwards for like five seconds and right. then fall down. Yeah. Or if you are going to intentionally draw a penalty and you're so convinced that you know the rules, why not have the rule handy to show it to the referee? Like there are a couple of ways that the really, coach, I think, could be in that situation. Like that's a lot <laughs> of preparation. Hold on one second, Mr. <laughs> referee. Let me get the book out of my backpack. That's yeah. Why not? I mean, if you're, you're, They've clearly practiced this and they clearly knew what the rule was. If you're going to intentionally commit a penalty on the last play of the game, 
And, you know, I knew about the Central Michigan-Oklahoma State game where the coach did the exact same thing and got screwed over by the officials. You're kind of tempting fate there. I mean, maybe it's not, Mm -hmm. maybe it's not fair to say, to, you know, put the burden on the guy who didn't break the rules. But given that this exact same thing happened and you're like intentionally drawing a penalty, it doesn't seem like beyond the realm of possibility that a high school referee would get it, would get it wrong. I think that, you know, maybe the, this high school coach also was the assistant basketball coach and he knows that players foul at the end of the game to extend the game. Or maybe went to a coaching clinic and they said, actually, this is a viable way. And all the coaches said, oh, yeah, that's in the rule books. And no one would think that the referees wouldn't We're going to get rule. better coaching clinics because of yeah, this. Yeah. I, I also would say, though, I do like your parallel with the uh, the referees are the referees are the judges on the field. And, you know, maybe if I was rooting for the judge in the, the actual Illinois judge to have given the game for Fenwick, even though it wasn't, there was no mechanism in the law as he saw it. That's a bit of a jurist nullification. Maybe what you're arguing is the same thing that those referees on the field actually, though they got the rule wrong, they got the spirit of the rule right. Well, maybe, but also I feel like there is a mechanism for appeal and like the quote unquote Supreme Court in this case is the high school association and they ruled against them. I don't think there should be a higher authority for high school football than the high school football association. That's it. All right. Thank you, Slate Plus people. We've had a a spirited discussion and we'll hopefully have another one next week. Talk to you soon.